right, so we are back for stage four of the Giro Rosa. I am all by myself today because there's not a whole lot to talk about, so I thought I would save Lauren for a later episode and keep this one really short. Going into today, the big news was that it was a 170-kilometer stage, which is actually over the UCI limit for how long a stage of a women's stage race can be. Um, The limit is 160, and no one's really sure how the Giro managed to let the UCI let them do a 170-kilometer 170 kilometer long stage, but do what they did and they're flaunting all the rules over there. As far as it being 170 kilometers, like Lauren and I kind of discussed yesterday, the women had a lot of different reactions to this. We had Amanda Spratt, who wasn't super keen on it. We had uh, Cecile Utrip Ludwig, who was super keen on it. And I would just like to read an Instagram post from Leah Kirchman of Sunweb, who sums it up pretty well. I think I agree personally on, on a personal level. I agree with what she has to say about it. And that's, that's my opinion. And y'all are entitled to your own opinions. But yeah, I thought that Leah had a really good, really good response to the, the media attention that the 170 kilometer long stage is getting. So Leah said, lots of attention on the length of stage four of the Girarosa being 170 kilometers over the UCI limit. We are, of course, physically capable of racing these distances, but I don't believe longer races are any more exciting. A true sign of progress for the sport would be extensive live media coverage of our races. And, and I agree. I agree with that. Um, the women can totally race 170K. They can race 240K. Like... They can do anything that the men can do. And yeah, it's cool that they threw this stage in here, this longer stage. It definitely shows something of of the growth. Um, There was a 168-kilometer-long stage back in 2007. So it's not like having such a long stage is brand new. I mean, it is a long stage. As far as what happened in the stage, it was pretty straightforward bike race. They stayed together for a really long time. Ruth Winder of Trek Segafredo was the first to attack and she never got more than 50 seconds, but she was out there for around 47 K. So a really long time to be out there by yourself. Hey everybody, Ruth Winder here again. Um, yeah. Uh, today we had 170 kilometers. So they said, turned out it was 165. Um, people always laugh and say, ha ha. So is the Giro. If the road book is long, wrong, long, wrong. Now I'm messing up my words. If the road book is wrong and we do something different than is stated, I don't really find it that funny. I just feel like they should get it right. Um, but no, anyway, tangent. 165k, um, so probably one of the longest days we do all year. I had some climbing, but not a crazy amount of climbing or anything. Tried for a breakaway. Um, at one point, Lizzie attacked really strong, and then Taylor attacked really strong, and then I attacked really strong, and then I went solo, which was not ideal. Uh, I sang in the radio at one point. I was like, I'm all alone. There's no one here with me. Um and it would have been nice to have companions because it was kind of like, yeah, we had at that point 120, 130 Ks to go or something. And it's like, you know, you're not going to stay away. So having a friend would have been good at that point, but nobody wanted to come with me. So inevitably I was brought back to the Peloton 
And then eventually, yeah, a break did go. Um, Lizzie Banks, and was who was the winner of the day. Um, they ended up getting like five or six minutes at some point. Uh, not sure if uh, Mitchelton knew there was a break because when Annemiek Van Vluten finished third, I'm pretty sure she posted up. At least I saw on the internet a picture of her posting up. So maybe that's why Mitchelton didn't really chase their breakaway at all. Um, Canyon Thram did some chasing, CCC did some chasing, but yeah, Mitchelton never did any chasing of that break. So it got like, yeah, like I said, five or six minutes. Congratulations to Lizzie. She had a stage win last year as well, and she's proven that she's a pretty strong rider. She got second at Plouay recently as well. Um, yeah, super good rider. And what else happened today? Oh, I saw a girl throw a water bottle off a bridge. Off a bridge and down, and I was just... I did swear in the middle of the peloton at her. I was like, come on, you can just throw it on the side of the road or at somebody. You don't have to throw it over a bridge into a ravine, into nature. That really annoyed me. Anything else that stood out today? Not really. Ate ate a lot. We had delicious chicken and cheese sandwiches in our pockets, which was a nice mix from our usual sweet rice cakes. And yeah, tomorrow is day six. So we're getting there. Is it day six? Maybe today's day f- No, today was day four. Tomorrow is day five. Man, it's too soon to still be losing track of days. Now I'm going to ramble, so I'm going to go. Hope you enjoyed listening to this recap of today's stage. Thanks. And she was brought back just before the QOM of the day, which was taken by Cecile Utrip Ludwig. After that, that's when the break of the day went. At 84 kilometers, there was a break of two. Lizzie Banks of Polyka, or Polka, not really sure if you pronounce the E on the end of that. And Eugenia Bujak of Alay BTC Ljubljana. Lizzie Banks was the rider who had an incredible performance in the GP de Plouay against her countrywoman, Lizzie Dignan. And she also won a stage of the Giro Rosa last year in kind of a similar way. It was a bigger break. It was a break of about five, but she she did win out of a break stage eight last year. So this wasn't her first time winning a stage of the Giro Rosa, although it is her only her second Giro Rosa. So that's kind of cool that she's won, won a stage every year that she's been there. But anyway, she and Bujak, who is the 2019 Slovenian national champion, stayed away all the way to the end. They had a pretty huge gap at one point, almost six minutes. So clearly the Peloton wasn't in a hurry to bring them back. By the end, it was only one minute until third place. Lizzie Banks took it on the 750-kilometer cobbled climb into the city of Tivoli. It was a climb of around 10% gradients, and the finish was super technical, really, really winding, narrow streets. If you got kind of out of sight on that climb, you were out of sight, out of mind because the road was constantly moving and constantly kind of weaving in and out of buildings. It was a really cool finish actually. And I retweeted a video of that finish, um, from like a rider's perspective. Um, that's, that's a pretty cool video. So I highly recommend if, if you follow me on Twitter to see that, because I I just thought it was a cool way to end the race. I was watching the video like, oh man, I really hope they barrier this off because there's a lot of like poles and stuff on the side of the road, but they did. So it's fine. Anyway, so Lizzie Banks took the win and Eugenia 
Bujak finished second. Annemiek Van Vluten was third, a minute and 10 seconds down. And Elisa Longaborghini was fourth. Kashini Wadoma fifth. Leanne Lippert sixth. Cecile Utrecht-Ludwig, seventh, Mavi Garcia, eighth, and Ashley Moulin-Passio and Mariana Voss rounded out the top 10. So it's a lot of really familiar names, actually, in this top 10. Most of them are featured in the general classification, although Mikhail Harvey wasn't up there and neither was Elise Shabi of Polly Ka. The general classification didn't really see much movement. Anna Vonnebregen slipped down to third, losing seven seconds to Kashini Wadoma, who is now second in the general classification. And Elisa Longaborghini bumped up to sixth. She was previously eighth in the general. So she's slowly making her way back up. The gaps are pretty huge and... I don't think we'll see much movement tomorrow, but before we talk about tomorrow's stage, let's hear from Brody Chapman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today was a long stage, but it was really enjoyable. And I think um, it's nice to have these different stages that offers a different challenge. And, you know, everyone here is a professional endurance athlete, so we know how to pace ourselves and manage the distance. And yeah, I don't think it was... Um, a bad thing at all for the women's cycling it's a, it was great I bring on more of them I say um yeah it was a pretty controlled stage at some parts but then other times there was a, a few attempts at the breakaway and then finally those two girls got off the front and uh, then some of the bigger teams we gathered ourselves and put in a really good chase to try and keep the GC gap from uh, going out too much um, and in the end, it was an amazing ride by those girls. And uh, we, we took Celie to the bottom of the climb and she could go crazy up there. Um, but yeah, she's still in a really good position for GC and has um, actually gained some time on some other riders. So that's pretty cool. It's just a bit of time to think today and reflect. And it's just interesting in cycling. I suppose it's just the art of it really is this balance between being conservative and then being aggressive and then like following a plan but then following an instinct it's really finding how to time those things and uh reading the reading the peloton going on experience so tomorrow's stage is pretty straightforward it's relatively flat and then there's a pretty big climb and then it's relatively flat it is 110 kilometer stage tomorrow so nice 60 kilometers less than today and it could be one for the sprinters. We haven't seen a sprint in a really long time. And I think that if there's any really good sprinters on any teams, that those teams are going to want to keep it together leading into the finish because they just haven't had many opportunities this year. So we could see a sprint finish tomorrow. I don't think we'll see very big time gaps tomorrow. Um, as far as people who got time cut today, there was only four. So Lauren and I speculated yesterday that there was going to be some a big uh, big number of people who DNF today, and we were wrong, which is great. I love being wrong. It's awesome. So that's that. That's stage four. I hope you enjoyed my solo rundown of the day. Tomorrow I will be back with Lauren or even Amy Jones, our reporter on the ground. If you're not following along on cyclingtips.com, I highly recommend it. Amy is on the ground covering the race and she's coming out with some really great features from behind the scenes of the race. We also have a photographer on the ground who is just killing it at the photos. And we've been getting some really cool photo diaries from behind the scenes of the Giro Rosa. So that's all I got. Before we go, Hannah Barnes. Hey, so we are now south of Rome. I'm not 
100% sure where, but we are now in the south and I'm looking out to the beach, which is super nice. The hotel's in a very cool location. Um, I've actually just sat on the balcony and watched some of my teammates go for a little dip before dinner, which was really nice. Um, and a good reward for today's 170 kilometer plus neutral stage, which was a pretty long one. It's probably the longest race that most of us have ever done the peloton. So yeah, it was, we had to kind of approach it differently. We had a muset in the car full of food just because we didn't want to take so much food in our pockets. So yeah, it just had to prepare for it in a different way. Um, but no, it was fun. It was a pretty on and off day, but it, it was hard. There was some pretty challenging little sections in there. We had to be really on it and focused and don't lose too much in um, concentration. Um, but yeah, today we anticipated that there'll be a breakaway going to the finish line and that's that's what happened. It was pretty aggressive at certain parts and then just, um, yeah, some riders went away solo and were able to form form a really good good gap and uh, yeah we just tried to make sure that Kasia wasn't didn't lose too much time and didn't lose any placings on GC but yeah she was able to come come in fifth and she was really happy about that so I think she's just actually moved up to second on GC so yeah we're looking forward to tomorrow and a flatter day um, but yeah overall so far it's just it's been really nice but I'm definitely looking forward to falling asleep tonight. <laughs>